Good evening, I should say to you this this evening on this Thursday. Well, we're drawing, Christmas is drawing ever, ever closer. But a very warm good evening to you from me, Father Emil. It's almost the end of the week, almost time for us to say goodbye for the Christmas season until we open again on the 4th of January. But for now, it's Thursday evening. We come together to thank the Lord for this day. I hope that you had a good day yesterday, the... It was the Day of Reconciliation. No doubt you had a wonderful time with your family and friends, and I hope that the good memories of that Day of Reconciliation, that holiday that we had yesterday, is still fresh in your minds. So, we come to the end of this day. Let's begin and ask the Lord to be with us. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. A ray of hope flickers in the sky. A tiny star lights up way up high. All across the land dawns a brand new morn. This comes to pass. When a child is born A silent horse Sails the seven seas The winds of change Whisper in the trees And the walls of doubt Crumble, toss and torn This comes to pass When a child is born Rosy dawn settles all around. You've got the fear, you're on solid ground. For a spell or two, no one seems forlorn. This comes to pass when a child.
all across the land dawns a brand new morn this comes to pass when a child is born this comes to pass when a child I look to you, Lord, for help. Come and save me, Lord, for I seek refuge in you. Psalm 131, about the promise of God to the house of David. O Lord, remember David and all the many hardships he endured. The oath he swore to the Lord, his vow to the strong one of Jacob, I will not enter the house where I live, nor go to the bed where I rest. I will give no sleep to my eyes, to my eyelids I will give no slumber, until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling for the strong one of Jacob. At Ephrata we heard of the ark, and we found it in the plains of Yarim. Let us go to the place of his dwelling. Let us go to kneel at his footstool. Go up, Lord, to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your strength. Your priests shall be clothed with holiness, and your faithful shall ring out their joy. For the sake of David, your servant, do not reject your anointed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Your faithful shall ring out their joy as they enter your dwelling place, Lord. The Lord has chosen Zion as his dwelling place. The Lord swore an oath to David. He will not go back on his word. A son, the fruit of your body, will I set upon your throne. If they keep my covenant in truth and my laws that I have taught them, their sons also shall rule on your throne from age to age. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling. This is my resting place forever. Here have I chosen to live. I will greatly bless her produce. I will fill her poor with bread. I will clothe her priests with salvation, and her faithful shall ring out their joy. There David's stock will flower. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed. I will cover his enemies with shame, but on him my crown shall shine. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, 
world without end. Amen. The Lord give those who wait for you their reward, and let your prophets be found worthy of belief. Turn to us, Lord, and make no delay in coming to your servants. We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who are and who were, that you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath came, and the time for the dead to be judged, for rewarding your servants, the prophets and saints, and those who fear your name, both small and great. And now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they loved not their lives even unto death. Rejoice then, O heaven, and you that dwell therein. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Turn to us, Lord, and make no delay in coming to your servants. Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew for the 17th of December. And it's the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, and Isaac the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Judah and his brothers, Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, Tamar being their mother. Perez was the father of Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Aminadab, Aminadab the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon the father of Boaz, Rahab being his mother. Boaz was the father of Obed, Ruth being his mother. Obed was the father of Jesse, and Jesse was the father of King David. Now David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam, and Rehoboam the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asa, and Asa the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat the father of Joram, and Joram the father of Azariah, Azariah was the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, and Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh, Manasseh was the father of Amon, and Amon the father of Josiah. And Josiah was the father of Jeconiah and his brothers, and then the deportation to Babylon took place. After the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel. 
Shealtiel was the father of Zerubbabel, and Zerubbabel was the father of Abiud, Abiud the father of Eliakim, and Eliakim the father of Azor. Azor was the father of Zadok, and Zadok the father of Akim, Akim the father of Eliud, and Eliud the father of Eleazar, and Eleazar the father of Mathan, Mathan the father of Jacob, and Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called Christ. Now the sum of generations is therefore 14 from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the Babylonian deportation, and 14 from the Babylonian deportation to Christ. Well, I guess you had a little bit of a double take listening to me rattling through all these names of the genealogy of Jesus Christ. And you might say to yourself, what on earth is this all about? Well, there are a couple of things uh, that I'd like to share with you about the genealogy of Jesus Christ. Lots of strange names which we can go through. But the interesting thing is, you know, we are now preparing for the coming of Christ. We are now at the countdown between the 17th and the 25th, the, the time when we celebrate the birth of Jesus. And what is interesting about the genealogy is that while we are preparing now for the coming of Christ, the genealogy focuses on the forebears of Jesus Christ, those who came before him. And Matthew <clears throat> makes reference in this genealogy today about the fact that Christ was the son of David, which will satisfy the, the, uh, the traditions and so on of the Jewish people. But he also makes reference to the fact that he's the son of Abraham. So it goes right back to the beginning. So in other words, his, Jesus Christ's genealogy goes back in the Jewish tradition to David, King David, but it also goes right back to Abraham. So Matthew is being very, very comprehensive that the genealogy of Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ comes from the beginning of humankind and also from the beginnings of the Jewish people with uh, the great King David. The other thing we must notice about the genealogy, which we might not notice, is that there are they are mentioned, there are five women who are mentioned in the genealogy. And that's interesting because in the Jewish tradition, uh, the Jewish tradition is very patriarchal. Matthew steps out and he says, let's go right back and see that Jesus doesn't, does not only come from the patriarchal line, but in fact also from the matriarchal line. All right, now. There are five women mentioned here, if I can remember them all now. There was um, uh, Ruth, Rahab, Ruth, um, Tamar was the first one. And, and then who was the last one? Mary was the last one. But the mention of all these women, never mind uh, uh, how many they are now, there are five, including Mary, uh, Our Lady. So these women were all either Canaanites or Moabites or Hittites. They were people who were not part of the Jewish race. So they were sort of outcasts. Even worse, they were either widows or they were prostitutes. And so you say, well, how did Jesus get mixed up in all this 
prostitutes and widows and Canaanites and, and, and so on. The beautiful story of Ruth, remember Ruth, who um, wanted to go back to her people again and, uh, and she wanted to stay with the people of Israel. Anyway, all these women, they've got a, a questionable line in the history of the Jewish people and in the history of Jesus Christ. And I think Matthew puts these things in deliberately just to show that Jesus doesn't just come from a line of priests or a line of kings or patriarchs or a line of saints. No, no. He becomes flesh and becomes part of the nitty-gritty of, this, of the human race to which you and I belong. That we've got saints and sinners. And Jesus becomes part of this, of the, of this fleshly lineage. He becomes part of this, of this uh, humankind that is made up of saints and sinners. That he really wants to become part of our flesh and blood. And so Matthew makes mention of the fact that Jesus is really part of, of the saints and sinners of this world. So he becomes part of our flesh and blood. And as God in Jesus Christ, the word of God, becomes flesh, he transforms this, this, uh, this human race which is made up of good and bad, good and evil, the matriarchs and patriarchs and, and, and so on. He becomes part of this uh, very tangible history of the world and transforms this sanctifies and makes this holy. So I think it's deliberate that Matthew puts in these, um, uh, these women and some of them, as I say, rather questionable prostitutes, uh, Tamar, Ruth, Rahab, um, and, uh, and, and so on. And, and so they all become part and parcel of the world. And ultimately, in the end, comes Mary, the mother of God, and she is the one from whom Christ is to be born. And she is kept free from all original sin so that she can become that pure vehicle from whom Christ is born into the world. But Matthew wants to make it quite clear that he takes into account the Jewish people, the Jewish race, going back to King David and going back to Abraham, which is the beginning of the human race. And that in this whole lineage of Jesus, there are saints and sinners, the good and the bad. And God takes all this and transforms it and comes out in the end with Mary, the mother of Jesus, from whom Christ is born. A wonderful, wonderful story. And then, of course, right at the end, we have Matthew saying, The sum of generations is therefore 14 from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the Babylonian deportation, and 14 from the Babylonian deportation to Christ. Three fourteens. Remember, seven is the perfect number. Fourteen is double that perfect number, which is even more perfect. The three fourteens, three being the sign of the um, of the divinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, <laughs> it's a gospel which is. Um, uh, yes, it's the genealogy of Jesus Christ and uh, maybe a little bit of a technical one, but there is something in there for all of us, I think, if we can just thank God that out of all our own brokenness and sinfulness, that God can bring good as he did from the human race. He brought forth Mary from whom Jesus was born.
So never say to yourself, oh, I'm too bad, I'm too wicked, what can God do with me? No, 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 God can. He can, he can, he can draw straight lines from your crooked lines. Yes, God can work wonderful miracles in and through your life, no matter how good, no matter how bad. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. Let your face smile on us and we shall be safe. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Come to us and save us, Lord God Almighty. And now today we have the first of the great O antiphons, as they are called. O oh, wisdom, you come forth from the womb of the most high, on the mouth of the Most High. You fill the universe and hold all things together in a strong yet gentle manner. O oh, come to teach us the way of truth. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel. He has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O oh, wisdom, you come forth from the mouth of the Most High. You fill the universe and you hold all things together in a strong yet gentle manner. O oh, come to teach us the way of truth. Now the Son of God is coming with great power, and all humankind shall see his face and be reborn. Come, Lord Jesus, do not delay. You will bring us wisdom, fresh understanding, and new vision. Come, Lord Jesus, do not delay. You will bring us good news and power which will transform our lives. Come, Lord Jesus, do not delay. You will bring us truth and showing us the way to the Father. Come, Lord Jesus, do not delay. Born of a woman, you will open in our flesh the way to eternal life and joy. Come, Lord Jesus, do not delay. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive 
those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Father, by your will, your Son took upon himself the human nature which you fashioned and redeemed. Grant that the Word who took flesh in the womb of the ever-Virgin Mary and became a man like us may share with us his Godhead. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. At the time of Jesus' birth, the people of Israel had been waiting for centuries for the coming of their Messiah, a special Saviour who would free them from the hardships. God's promise we read in His Holy Word, the Bible. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. They lived in the land of shadows, but now a light is shining on them. A child is born to us, a son is given to us, and he will be our ruler. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There we go, just a little reminder of the season that we are living in, and I hope that you will continue to grow in grace as we continue in this time of Advent. The Bible tells us that there were shepherds in that part of the country who were spending the night in the fields, caring for their sheep. An angel of the Lord appeared to these humble folk, and the glory of God shone over them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. Listen, I bring you tidings of great joy, a joy to be shared by all mankind. Today in the town of David a Saviour has been born, who is Christ the Lord. And this will prove it to you. You will find the baby wrapped in strips of cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great number of heaven's angels appeared, praising God and singing, Glory to God in the highest, and peace on earth to those with whom he is pleased. When the angels had gone, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. And so it is we come to the end of our evening prayer. Just something a little different. I thought, why not? It's so beautifully, beautifully narrated for us there by Dennis O'Donnell, I think it is. And it comes from the beautiful CD produced by Kevin Lawler, Born in the Night. Lots of beautiful, beautiful carols. So that brings us to the end of our evening prayer. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you're going to enjoy it. Just relax this evening. And remember, we've entered into the nine solemn days now before uh, Christmas. And so every day we are going to be going a little bit more deeply into the coming of Christ at Christmas time. Thank you so much for joining me. From, from me now, Father Emil, it's time to go. I leave you in the hands of the uh, 
Angelus, which we're going to pray in just a moment, and then once again we pray the rosary. But for now, it's been lovely being with you for the last half hour. Just keep in mind how much we at Radio Veritas just love being with you. Quick reminder that uh, we're going to be going, we're not going to be doing any live broadcasts from Sunday, 9 o'clock in the morning, until the 4th of January. So we're going to be relaying EWTN between or during that time. So from Sunday, this coming Sunday, 9 o'clock in the morning, we will not have any um, live broadcasts, but we will be relaying EWTN. So there it is. That's what's going to be happening. I hope you enjoy all the programs of EWTN, but continue enjoying the programs of Radio Veritas. Finally, may I just say thank you to all of you who have sent us little contributions uh, for, for Christmas and maybe in gratefulness for the calendar, which I sent to so many of you. Thank you very, very much. We always appreciate your kindness to us. Just a quick reminder, some people always say to me, Father, won't you please give us your banking details? I'll give them to you now in just a moment. So get a pen and paper and uh, and just jot down these details. And if you'd like to make a little contribution to Radio Veritas, we'd be really, really grateful. Okay, so here it is. It's Nedbank, Nedbank. The branch is Cresta, C-R-E-S-T-A, Cresta, where the branch code is 191305, 191305. And the account number is 191 Just give your reference as a donation, and please put your phone number there so that we can get back to you to say thank you. Right, well, that's about it. That's all I can share with you this evening. Thank you very much for being with me for the last half hour. Enjoy your evening, and I'll be back with you again tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. And so from me, Father Emil, goodbye now, and God bless.